Good afternoon. I'm your host of Loneliness in the Pit. My name is Ronaldo Sears Jr. I apologize for how my voice sounds. I am by nature self-deprecating. I'm recording this on my phone. It's something I wanted to do because I do like to ramble a lot. Go on long jags about random things. It's just how I am. I want to talk about loneliness because it's a somewhat fascinating phenomenon that's hit me somewhat later in life. It's it's weird how you get to this point, loneliness in the pit, pit being depression, because they often go hand in hand. They they feed each other. It's almost like the way a, a wasp lay eggs in a dead bug and the larva feeds and grows into more wasps. Your depression feeds your loneliness, which turns grows and grows into more depression. It's a fascinating way life works. But I want to talk about it in the 21st century because I'm not a techie or tech junkie, but I sit there and observe people from a distance and observe my own life and I say, we're being separated from each other. It's super weird. Something almost unhuman about the way we interact, but more to the part about loneliness, a little bit about myself. I'm a truck driver, which is by nature a lonely profession at times. But I never considered myself a loner. I've always had friends. And now at this stage of my life, I look around and I go, well, I've gone through a life with a lot of friends. I should turn around and be able to find friends, and there's nobody. Those interactions that got you through your adolescence... Your young adulthood have all of a sudden dissipated, almost evaporated into the mist. And you, there's no actual seminal event where you can go, this is the moment where I have no friends. It's almost as if they slowly fade away. Almost like a screensaver. They just fade away into the background. And you look around and you go, I have no friends. I have nobody. And that leads you to feel very, very much alone. And not... You know, some people say, oh, I like being alone with myself. But it's always like, yeah, sure, but you can always go back to a group of friends. You you have that option. Some people, and you see it a lot of times on YouTube comments, which are kind of an unmined source of just a fascinating look of how people in society are feeling who can't really speak out about it. They just post comments and go, I don't have anybody. There's nobody around me. There's nobody with me. And that's what I want to look into because I've looked at podcasts about loneliness, and it's always people who say I feel lonely but I have some friends and I go wait a minute no 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 what if you don't have anybody exception of family you don't have anybody outside your family who you can go to somebody you can sit at and look at because you know my wife my wife always says oh you know your wife should be your best friend I'm like well then who do I go to bitch about my wife to (laughs) it's kind of a weird thing isn't it so I want to look at that, and this if this seems random and scrambled. I've never done this before. I'm going to be terrible at this. Baby deer learning to walk have more grace and finesse than I have in my first podcast. I hate the way my voice sounds. I'm self-deprecating by nature, so I'm going to think this. I'm going to think this is utterly terrible. So you'll forgive me, but maybe just a forum, maybe a place for a few people who are feeling isolated. To come think about this and kind of ponder why this is. Because no one's really thinking about this deeply. Well, some people are. They're writing about it. But it's weird when people who have friends write about people who don't have friends. It's always like, it feels condescending. It's like, you don't know this life. You don't understand it. 
you have to really feel isolated. Right now, I'm in New Jersey, where I grew up for a little bit. Spent my teenage years in New Jersey. I'm coming back to help family out, and I'm thinking, I had friends here. I graduated high school here, and people all disappeared. I mean, you move on with life, and that's, that's a natural part of life. But you had a couple close friends, and all of a sudden, they start to slip away, and you're like, where did where'd they all go? What happened to that interaction that made us bond? Was it social media? Was it having ready access to people that made us devalue them as actual people? Is having access to an avatar and a like button now replace the eye-to-eye contact, the sort of human conflicts, human inflections that make us just feel like we're in the presence of someone who acknowledges our existence actually, physically, because we are physical beings by nature. We're not avatars. We're not computer programs. You go into a store, everybody's looking at a phone. Nobody's looking you in the eye. Nobody nods. feels unhuman, especially now during this pandemic thing, whatever, where we're now being told to social distance. It's like it accentuates this loneliness can't shake hands, can't hug anybody, especially if you're lonely. I mean, you see people online saying, well, this is good for me. I'm a loner already. It's like, well, it just accentuates it. Don't you have the need for that human interaction? Is it even there anymore? Well, more about my background and what I'm dealing with. And I got to be open about it because it's kind of hard to be open about it because it's kind of embarrassing to go, well, I'm kind of lonely. I don't have any friends. You don't want to be the person to admit that. Who wants to be that person? Because you all of a sudden get the pity. Well, I'm your friend. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Who wants to get pity? I want answers. That's what I want. I want to know what's actually going on. Why are people feeling so lonely? Why am I feeling so lonely more to the point? You know, I watch YouTube channels of people who struggle with depression and loneliness. And it's like, we're all going through the same thing, but we're all apart. It's so weird. It's like if we could all get in a room and just look each other in the eye and see that human being for a human being instead of a YouTube video or a podcast. We'd be like, oh, this is a person. They exist. And all the wonderful, volatile, fantastic things that make the human human because we're all so wildly different. Each person is their own adventure for good or for ill. And I, I served in the military, went to college, had a lot of friends in college, served in the military, had friends. Had very close friends in the military. The military bonds you together because you're going through the same stuff together. It's a commonality. You're doing stuff together. You, you by nature, going to be friends. You're going to bond with people. And you spend weeks partying with people, hanging out. You have your group of buddies, and you have a large group. I had a large group of friends. Served over in Germany. Had a great time. Was never lonely on the weekend. Always go out. Guys, hey, let's go out, man. And it's like, I was always a the guy they asked to go out. There was a guy in my unit. People picked on I, He wanted to go hang out in Paris. I said, sure. I, I no problem. I said, I, I don't know you. We can go hang out. Ended up being really good friends. And in fact, one of the things that stuck with me, and this is why I don't consider myself a loner, because he got picked on in the unit because he was kind of weird. He was one of those guys who did the Comic-Con thing, which is, you know, what people, some people like to do. But other people, especially in the infantry culture, they look down like, oh, you're some sort of weird nerd and everything. And he told me something that really stuck with me before I left going back to the States. I said, thanks for being a good friend. That always stuck with me. It's kind of a badge of honor. So I, I don't, so when people say, are you, are you being friendly? Is that why you don't have any friends? I always kind of hold that up and say, see that right there? I got a receipt. There's a lot of people who've been good friends, but all of a sudden you get older and you look around and they're not there anymore. It's like, what happened? 
Was there a fight? Was there a falling out? Did I poison one of their family members? Incidentally, I don't know. All of a sudden, they're not there. And the weird thing is, I'll reach out to people, but they never think to reach out to me. It's such a weird thing. I was going through a pretty bad bout of depression about a year ago. Still go through it every now and then. It's, it's, I'm working my way through it, really just trying to recenter my life. I, I go through it. <laughs> Up to the point of suicidal thoughts. And, you know, in the, that's where those suicidal thoughts come from. You're by yourself and you're like, well, nobody would miss me if I'm gone. Frankly, they don't miss me now. So if I'm gone and people say, well, think about the people you'll leave behind. My thing is, well, yeah, they'll be upset that I've tried to end the pain that I'm feeling. But they don't feel like helping me through the pain. They, they just want to be upset after I'm gone. That's, that was my mentality. It was very unhealthy. You know, you still struggle with it. And I was really going through just a deep, deep bout because... I haul gas, I drive at night, so I don't see a lot of people. I like driving at night because you can just whip the truck and just zip down the road, and I like my job, but you don't see a lot of people. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this friend who I hadn't heard from in years just calls me up. Hey, I'm in town. And we go meet, and we talk about this thing, and we talk about friendships and relationships, and somewhere in the conversation, he said, you know, hey, you know, friendships are something you have to maintain. And I'm like, that's very true. You have to maintain. And he said, yeah, reach out and contact me. He said, yeah, call, give me a call. I said, yeah, I'll call you. I promise you. He says, don't call every month. I remember that kind of put the brakes on. I was like, why not? If we're friends, why couldn't I call? Why couldn't I call every day if I needed to? It made me feel funny. I never called him because he was supposed to call me back to let me know when his daughter was born. I just never called him. I, I said, you've got your own circle of friends. I'm an intruder on your life. I'll just hang back. I don't know. It seems kind of weird. And he, Fast forward a year later, haven't heard from him. Other friends, hey, I'll call you back tomorrow. Haven't heard from them in five years. And you sit here and you go, how does one make friends in 21st century America? Do you go up to somebody and say, hey, want to be friends? Seems kind of weird. It's kind of creepy and needy. Do you go on online forums and make contact? I never was into that. I'm kind of a relic. I'm a relic of ages where you just meet people. But I don't know, where, where would you meet people? It almost feels like people <laughs> people don't meet people anymore. It's kind of a funny thing. I used to go to nightclubs all the time. And I, I was kind of there when cell phones started becoming a thing in nightclubs. And you could see the tangible shift where you would go to nightclubs at first. And people really didn't have cell phones like that. And you'd go and dance and you'd meet people and talk. And then all of a sudden near the tail end, it was like... In my late 20s, you see people on their phones. They were almost shutting themselves off from contact. So you were losing potential points of contact, people you could have met, people you could have fallen in love with, people you could have gotten in fights with. You missed out on those experiences because people now shut themselves down. And I don't know. A part of me wants to blame social media because some people will say, well, social media, it's, not, it's neither good nor bad. I think it's bad. It has some good qualities, but I think it's bad for the human. And the one thing that we haven't talked about is that we're giving these young children this thing that we called social media. They called it social media. They branded it as, and we just took it. We're a very good consumeristic society in America. We consume. So somebody, some marketing agent comes up and says, that's social media. I don't, I don't see the long-form philosophical discourses on the nature of human interaction and whether this is actually social or not. 
whether this is an alien form of interaction that humans have now. We, we've given the kids this thing, and there's no cradle-to-the-grave metrics. There's no – this is what, how social media affects you. From, there are no metrics. We're, we're just discovering this thing. We discovered it, and we just threw ourselves into it because they branded it as social media. Anti-social media is more what I call it. I mean, have you seen anything that's led to more anti-social behavior? Even the cutting off of human interaction or the ability to lash out at somebody that you've never met, you've never seen, you're not looking in the face, standing right in close proximity to them in physical danger. I mean, there's something to that, and I'm wondering. And this is what this podcast is, is my ramblings. That's all I do is ramble. I don't do much of anything. I'm no philosopher. A bit of a historian. I, I love history. I love looking at the past because the past often gives us kind of the key to the future. It's kind of funny how in this modern day and age, everybody's it's like, what's going to happen? It's like, look in the past. These, these things have been done before. It might break off down an unknown path here and there, but generally humans follow a lot of the similar same patterns. What we're going through in this society right now is probably no different than what they went through in 19th century England. But they didn't have this thing called social media. But you could see where media and the distancing of the humans from the interaction begins to play itself out. So this end my first podcast episode. It's not great. If you listen to it, like I said, I'm one of the people out there that feels lonely. If you feel lonely, because there's a lot of people out there and there's no place to put that voice. It's always got to be boxed away and it maybe you're thinking what I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking something totally bizarre like I said any comments I'd appreciate it you know because you know nothing worse than feeling alone out there thanks we'll catch you on the flip side